If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to Podcast Unlocked, episode 24, maybe? I'm going to go with sure? 24. I'm almost positive. I'm 99.9% positive that it is episode 24 of Podcast Unlocked, IGN's most famous I have Xbox a feeling it's 23. Show. No, it's 24. Okay. I'm almost positive. 99.9%. I got confused because I wasn't on the Deus Ex one because I haven't played Deus Ex. The dissenting opinion across the room is our own Peter Eichemann's. Hello, sir. Hello, everybody. Wait, I should have said Peter Eichemann's. Yes, please. Peter <laughs> I prefer Peter Eichemann's. I like that. And we are also John Fleiser Christian Steimer. <laughs> Can we just talk in that voice the whole time? <laughs> no, I'd rather not offend all of our European oh, listeners. Oh, but I love it and I'm sure that they would do. Uh, okay. Well, maybe you tell per- us, Europeans. <laughs> do you, do you like, like our fake offensive accents? Uh, fake accents? Unlocked at IGN.com. It's no... Uh, my brain's not working right now. That's okay. Never mind. You know, you just you you just cruise. You go ahead and relax. We'll we'll guide the show. And if you want to make some sound effects later, you're more than welcome to. <laughs> Steer the ship. So it is uh, me, Peter, and Christine today. Now, there's a lot of craziness going on at IGN right now, okay? Uh, a bunch of uh, our folks, including Casey and including a bunch of the higher-ranked people, are on the road right now, kind of touring on around the, the area, um, meeting with various publishers uh, to just talk about IGN and to, you know, make us all look good so unfortunately casey is not here uh so he can't join us and also i don't know if you guys are aware but our own arthur geese it was his last day at ign yesterday this is correct it was a so, sad day it was it was a sad day and we he will be missed we will all miss him um but he is moving on to uh, a great opportunity which uh, he can't announce yet but if you follow him on twitter he'll i'm sure he'll talk about it in the future i'll yes. sigh 25 to 50 percent more times during the podcast just to make up for it <sighs> Yep, there it's a good it is. impression. Yeah, that was beautiful. <laughs> now we w- we wish Arthur the best. Yeah, he was an awesome, not only member of uh, Unlocked, but also just uh, a member of the IGN family and human being, and a, and a great human being who has a badass. He's in progress, badass tattoo on his arm. Oh yeah, goodness, looks I love painful, that thing. But it's pretty. And also, I invited our own Stephanie Lee to come on today's show. She wasn't at her desk when we started recording. She mysteriously disappeared. Just Could vanished. it be because she's playing a game for review, Dead Island, and the zombies got her? Oh my god, I certainly hope the zombies didn't get her. Occam's Razor says afraid. the simplest answer is probably the most likely. So, yeah, so, zombie so zombies got <laughs> Zombies <laughs> got <laughs> Stephanie. <laughs> So today on the Podcast Unlocked, we have a few things to discuss. First, let's go over some of the Halo news that came out of Halo Fest at PAX, on your, which was last week. On weekend. your outline here, it looks like it says, hey, lols. Hey, lols. Hey, lols. Hey, lols. Um, and also, I just put more because I know that there's going to be more for us <laughs> to I talk about. I wish you'd spelled it M-O-A-R. I'm sorry. I'm more, not, I am not More hey, lols. <laughs> So, and then uh, we also have a ton of stuff to talk about in regards to the recent giveaways. That we yeah, had. we had some big stuff to give away. Yes. Awesome. We gave stuff away. We did. It's been, it's it's been it's given. It's been given. <gasps> awesome. So, Halo Fest was, sounded great. I was off the grid, but all I know specifically. Wanna, wait, wait. Do you want to tell why you were off the grid? 
Oh, I had a bachelor party. I had a very elaborate. I was going to do an offensive accent too. Please do. Peach is getting married, y'all. I'm getting married in about two and a half weeks, and I had a very elaborate and amazing bachelor party. Coincidentally, in Washington State near Seattle uh, during PAX weekend, that was coincidentally also titled PAX, but it stood for Port Angeles Extreme. Extreme. Nice. And uh, I'd tell the whole story here, but it's a long story, and there's a good chance around my wedding it's actually going to be a viral video on YouTube. Shots, shots, oh. shots, 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 shots. There was Did a anybody of... fall down a mountain? Yes. Okay. I literally, most of this crazy adventure I went through was recorded via a helmet cam I was wearing. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, I so stay tuned. I'll let you guys know about that one. <laughs> oh my goodness. Thank you, Peter, for that personal update. Uh, so the first, I think, very cool. Oh my gosh, I dropped my pen. Okay. Hold no, on, not the pen. He was going to break into pen. Halo Fest. And I just want to let everyone know, we got a few points we're going to bring up that kind of came oh. on the panels and stuff. But um, I totally forgot about the other announcement we need to make. I'm sorry. What's that? Go for it. Uh, just about. So we had uh, talked a, a few weeks ago about finishing and finalizing oh, yes. our ah, top yes. 25 Xbox 360 games list. We were going to finish this list by discussing it on the air, similar to what we did with the first episode in which we did this, which was a few weeks ago. Now, again, because of, I don't know, the fact that one of our members has left the company, the fact that Casey is on now on like a two-week company uh, trip. I'm leaving for and, LA. Uh, everything is kind of, I would like to say schedules are imploding. It's gone to shit. Yeah. So what, you know, here, here's the honest truth, uh, podcast unlocked listeners. Uh, we just can't really accommodate this list anymore because it's probably going to actually be on the site by the time we could get around to record. record. Yeah. So, you know, that means that I'm just going to pick them all and it's just going to be all Viva Pinata. (laughs) 25 entries. 25 Viva Pinata. 24 Viva Pinata. Instead of top 25, just best game ever. (laughs) So, I sincerely apologize on behalf of the uh, Unlocked team here. We appreciate all your comments and thoughts, though. We've gotten a ton of emails. The the emails have been, are great to take into consideration. So, you are still having an effect on Absolutely. the on the process it's just the fact that we don't have time to all sit together in the room and discuss it for you and yell at each other but Indeed. the list will still be will still be crafted it will be published on ign.com it will be glorious and you will see all our selections you'll get mail god i can't talk you will get real mad there we go <laughs> or you'll celebrate spoiler alert Set- Nobody's ever celebrating on those lists. They're always pissed off. How could you forget this game? Why did you leave it off the list? Back to the halos. Let's go to Peter because you just you had something to say. I was going to say like we have we have a few kind of cool news announcements that came out of there, like kind of details and small things. But overall, on the the website IGN, the website we work for, (laughs) you know, on that website, on this website, we've you've heard so much about. uh, There's a ton of video content. I mean, the you majority go of what to we did. www.ign.com slash events slash Halo. And you will find a crap ton of content. Oh my God, it's a so bunch much. of videos. Yeah. And so many videos. All the panels are up there. Um, secrets and spoilers and artwork and all kinds of cool stuff. And you're going to get the most information by going back and watching those videos. But I know a couple things we want to point out that we pulled from those videos. No, no. You pulled from those. No. I'm pretty... Well, it was Arthur that wrote them It up. was a group oh, okay. effort. I, I, I used I, I the IGN meant, search function. I'm sorry. I just meant that you, you wrote them all here. Oh, so. it's true. Yeah. Uh, first up, the new Halo trilogy starting with Halo 4, which is, for one, if you didn't know, going to be a new hit trilogy. Uh, oh, they have geez. given it a name. <gasps> what is it, Peter? The name they have given this new trilogy is the Reclaimer Trilogy. Oh my God! How do you guys feel about that? What does that mean to you? It means nothing to me, but it means something to me. What does it mean to you? Oh, hello, Reclaimer. I mean, that's like all that Guilty Spark said in the original Halo. <laughs> now, I, see, the thing is, is that I haven't. I remembered that uh, clearly, but I kind of didn't. I haven't really kept up on my Halo lore quite well, so I don't know what other references Reclaimer. I think is. you nailed it. Okay. Nailed it. Okay, so there you go. Uh, I think that uh, this is going to be pretty big news for the Halo folks. Absolutely, and I mean, for we're still we have no idea when Halo Four is going to be done. As Next much year. like would be, is it for sure? I think that yeah, they said twenty twelve. When the world ends. I is mean, it, it's possible I'm it, could get, the table it could get I delayed. All of you. <laughs> it could get delayed. You never. I mean, yes. games get delayed all the time. True. Yes. Uh, but, I mean, they're still really early on, and while they've been working on it for a few years already, um, there's just not too much they're revealing yeah. yet. 
And it just amazes me. Let, let, let's think about the fact that when Halo 3 came out, I, I kind of had in my head, this is the last Halo. It's something to be and excited boy, about. And boy, you were crazy. And boy, I was wrong. Crazy Not wrong. only have there were the two spinoffs. They're and now, still making money. Why would they stop? Now we have three more Halos, proper Halos coming. So I just remember that on the day Halo 3 came out, all I could think was, why did my red... My Xbox after Red Ring today. Oh. Well, then really? why don't you just pick up a brand new Xbox with the game, the bundle? Yeah. Oh my God, I have all this extra money. <laughs> <laughs> just flying out of my pockets. <laughs> I think you could probably just walk up to the counter and tell them your story and they'd just give it to you for free. Do you realize Tears who I am? Do you know and who what's I am? happened to me? I am the guy that lost his Xbox on the day Halo and 3 nobody, came out. This has not happened to anybody ever. <laughs> Never. Nope. I'm the only one. Well, no. Well, I'm glad you got some you tape go. there. Yep. Well, I just really love playing with tape. Doesn't anyone? I like. I do too, actually. So okay. So that is. So now we know that there are three more proper Halos coming. I wonder also if there's going to be more spinoffs too. Like maybe any, maybe some sort of small DLC quests in between those three Halos. Or like an ODST style yeah, mini yeah, version. Yeah, there's there's lots of options. Point five version. Honestly, we. I think we're just going to see Halo for the rest of our lives. <laughs> It is the new Mario. <laughs> is that what it is? I don't know. Also no. confirmed, Halo 4 will have Goombas. Oh! That was not actually confirmed. That would be funny. What else was confirmed, though, Peter? Oh, uh, Halo CE um, Combat Evolved Anniversary Edition, which is coming out in November. Um, I do not remember. They announced that they are retrofitting it with Skulls. Skulls! But unless you play it in classic mode, which is basically replaying the original Halo original version, um, there are no skulls. But for anyone who doesn't know what skulls are, they change up uh, different factors in the game. Difficulty, respawning, ammo, hard things. But you probably already knew that. Yeah. But they're coming to Halo C Anniversary in November. Cool. And uh, we put up a video of it today and mentioned it over the weekend. But um, if you've been following Forza Motorsport that, 4... That video today? I think Thought there was, was a week. clip of it, but they there's like the whole new Jeremy Clarkson narrated one mm -hmm. um, went up today. Basically, Forza 4's Auto Vista mode, where you go in and look at all the shiny, sexy look at cars. cars. It's basically um, you know car porn simulator if you try right. and connect. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, they have a warthog in there, <laughs> and it's hilarious because they got Jeremy Clarkson from Top Gear. He just does all like his all these quirky stories about different cars for all of Auto Vista. Um, and they're just really funny stories about performance and style and the, history. Is he from the original? The top UK gear? top the, gear. Oh, yes. man. The good one. He's got, yeah, exactly. He's got the classic, right. hilarious voice, great stories. But basically, he reads this whole thing about uh, the warthog, and he's like, he's basically admitting, like, it says here, and he's just reading off all these, you know, he's crazy sci fi off a fact terms. Sheet. <laughs> and, like, awesome. all this stuff, which is it's very, very and funny. And you can find that where, Peter? IGN.com. Beautiful. AKA that website. That website. That we well, you probably at. won't find it if you just go to IGN.com. <laughs> if we're being serious, <laughs> just go to just go to Halo Fours. Just search. Just Forza Google. Four, yeah. probably. Or Forza Four. Yeah, it'll yeah. show up under Forza Four. Yeah. But it's a hilarious video, and I I think the way we put it up was saying he narrated it. But uh, be excited for Forza Four. It has a ton of Top Gear content, and I, his stories are genuinely hilarious. He even makes fun of some of the cars for being ridiculous. <laughs> Oh man, I love this. I gotta say, the quick side note: I absolutely adore British humor. I think it's it's one of my favorite. I'm with you there, just from British comedians in general. Yeah, oh, love love you guys. <laughs> but overall, of you that listen to podcasts a lot, <laughs> I think the takeaway from Halo Faced, Halo Faced, <laughs> is that uh, it's been ten years since Halo came out, That's and crazy. it's a whole lot to celebrate. And it's made this insane universe that millions of people love, and uh, we can all be very excited that it's continuing on and on indefinitely. Yeah, I, I think that the last thing that you put here was worth talking about, though. At least just a small. Oh, note. I was mentioning. Yeah, there, there was a, one of the panels they were talking about Halo Waypoint, which is you know your go-to Halo stats on the Xbox, um, kind of your hub if you're not going to go visit Bungie.net. Uh, it's getting kind of a makeover and a new look at the stats and different ways to integrate everything. So I don't know the specifics. I wasn't actually there. But uh, right. why Waypo not? Waypoint's going to change. Just kidding. I no, know. I had a helmet cam on. Oh, and for anyone who was really excited about this viral video, uh, it wasn't a strip club with a helmet cam. Oh. Apologies uh, ahead well, of time. Nobody is going to watch this now. <laughs> Well, one of that the would be pretty tricky if you could get in there with them. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> they wouldn't I don't notice. know if they would let you. It's like that Simpsons with the big, uh, like, 10-gallon hat. Just say it's like a beer hat. <laughs> oh, it's Sir, got beer in it. A bee in your hat. <laughs> ah! 
So one of the things that I was thinking about and was really impressive, I, I may have told this story uh, before, but when I first was reading about Halo, which was probably on IGN before, long before I ever started working here, uh, it was in the my high school library. And I just think about <laughs> that, that, yeah, we, we were, um, I was like, we had computers set oh, okay. up and so <laughs> we would kind of go over oh, yeah, and okay, I got, we would I got like, gotcha. I when gotcha. the librarians weren't looking at us and trying to make a study, uh, we would <laughs> just go over and look at IGN and, and read about Halo. And my friend and I were so absurdly excited for halo like as it was like he my friend zach and i would just talk were you getting about too li- loud in the library talk- did you get kicked out no we didn't well no actually i don't think i ever got actually kicked out but i was warned several times okay. just, for re- just for reading no no not for being loud but for reading uh video game stuff in the library <laughs> but wasn't it your free time yeah, but they wanted you to use the library for studying, even though there's no one waiting. You were studying, you. and that's let's put this. You should go. No, you should go way. back to your school right now and be like, I now work for this website, and you were trying to tell me I couldn't yeah. visit what it during school valuable? hours. Third that was period research. social studies or IGN.com in the library. Yeah, well, anyway, I made I the think right it choice. Would be funny, and you should do that. <laughs> but uh, it's it's amazing to me. I mean, that was let's see. Yeah, it's it, it, think about the fact that it's pretty much a decade ago, and yeah. it kind of blows my mind a little bit. So, you must be old. I am so old. So old. No, you're I'm, young. I'm 26. You're which, my age. Yes. Don't you dare call me old, Pierre. <sighs> I'm I no. I'm just. i just. You. I just got like five more gray hairs. Like <laughs> whatever, bro. From this conversation. <laughs> you're not, you're not even that old. <laughs> bloop, bloop, bloop. Peter's 42. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I have grandkids. Uh, what? <laughs> uh, I don't want them look at the halos in libraries either. So we there's been some other cool, exciting things going on at IGN, including uh, Christine working on a review right now. You want to oh. talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So uh, today on Xbox Live, a game came out called The Baconing. Uh, it's really so just it's weird. it's a death spank game. Uh, so if you are aware what that, that is, yeah, yeah. They apparently wanted to skip that branding for some reason, but you're still playing as Death Spank, and it's still very similar to all the other games. Um, but I don't know. I was playing. I did. It didn't hook me. Okay. I, like I was you playing it. You were a big fan it, of the first two, right? I was a fan of the first one. I was a huge fan of the first one. And then the second one, I it was sort of the same thing where I played it for a few hours and I was like, hmm, okay, you know. And I sort of put it down. and I never got back to it. And then playing this game, I was like, if I didn't have to review this, I would have stopped playing it. Ah, uh, interesting. Just probably put it down and. And let move, it let it be. On. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As someone uh, who, who didn't play the be. first two very much, um, I played co-op with you on the new one for a little while, and it, like the visual effects are cool and the gameplay is pretty fun. But like you're saying, it's just more of the same. Yeah, it's more of the same, and this one seems a little bit more tedious for some reason. Like I felt like it's been a while since I played the first. It's been a year, so I could be remembering it wrong. But I don't remember backtracking as much as I have to in this game, and uh, also I don't know. It's just trying too hard maybe it's not, to be funny just doesn't get that stymer seal of approval it, Whoa. no i don't know i feel bad about it i what? really i want i saw it in previews i was like oh cool maybe i you know i can get into this one because i didn't really get into the last one and does it have a different visual style or something nope. crazy visual style is the same it's the, the same? thing that's the basic thing that they added was a shield i kept forgetting that i had it because <laughs> i mean i didn't have it in the other games yeah. and so I, I would never really block and I could have. <laughs> Isn't that Whoops. funny that there's always something in video games where you forget you have it? And, yeah. And especially with games with complex fighting systems or something along those lines. You always are in the middle of some intense fight and you think to yourself, oh, I totally have the ultra deluxe tornado twist. And <laughs> I didn't remember. And then you do yeah, it. And then you're then like, you, oh, Then sweet. you abuse it several times. Then you just forget about it again. Yeah. <laughs> That's how that always goes for me. Yeah. I, I use my shield very not very often. I think I probably used it like five, five times or something. <laughs> but, uh, and then there's also, they just basically added like humps of dirt in the, on the landscape. So you have a little bit of cover. Um, but that doesn't really stop them from noticing you if you get too close. Mm. So. Does, side note, does anyone else hear the sound of sizzling when they hear the word bacon? Just like intertwined. Yeah. Like kind very, of in the back of your head. I just sort of get hungry. Well, now I do. Yeah. There's not a now whole lot do. of bacon in this You're game sizzling. though. It's kind of weird disappointing but uh and yeah and the co-op's pretty much the same as before where you just have somebody drop in or drop out using the second controller you have one life meter um the new character is pretty cool 
Uh, he's his, <laughs> he, his name is Bob from Marketing. He is a hammerhead shark in a business suit, and he shoots lasers from his eyes. And he can dive into the ground, and, and yeah, you just and see you his just, fin yeah, swimming around like the landscape. Earth it was pretty awesome. Your, your uh, like, character? He's like no, co-op. he's like co-op, so oh, the okay. other person playing would... Would Bob be him. from marketing. And That's then there's another the one. Name. I can't remember what his name is. Something weird with a T. But he's like a spider monster, and he can shoot webs at people and trap them. See, the it funny thing like is, just making this up as you go along. <laughs> I and would, then there's this dragon. Bob from marketing. There is a dragon shark with a suit, <laughs> Not and a he shoots lasers out of his eyes. One of the weapons really of justice. Happens. You don't even see the dragon, but you can see the shadow. Uh, you, you basically have an assisted air assault from a dragon. Nice. That's, oh, that's one awesome. of the weapons of justice. That's really cool. Yeah, so there's, I mean, the loot's good. If you really liked that game and you want more of basically the same, then, you know, you should definitely try out the demo at least, see if you like it. Um, it also felt pretty linear. I don't know. I felt I felt like I felt, so I keep repeating myself, but uh, you felt the like first you felt game... <laughs> seemed a little bit more open like i was able to get to areas where i technically wasn't supposed to be yet there was enemies that would just kill you in one hit and this one it just sort of funnels you along a path then you go to step one and then you go to step two and three and four and so on and i was like yeah okay oh linearity (laughs) it was it was just sort of fine when when can we expect your full review tomorrow tomorrow at ign.com that website that website that we work for Okay, got it. Although, on that note, I might actually need to yeah. leave. No, no, you, you bounce <laughs> out. Uh, Christine has pets that require care. Thank you very much pet. for joining. Pet. Singular. That Singular pet. <laughs> I was just trying to. Yeah. All right, bye, How guys. are you going to juggle your life when Sims 3 Pets comes out? Oh, my God. My dog's going to get ignored. Then it's no longer I'm gonna be like, pet virtual singular. pets. Yeah. Screw <laughs> you, real life dog. <laughs> go feed yourself. But, uh, no, I should go. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. <laughs> Goodbye, good sirs. Goodbye. Let's give Christine some walking out of the room time. <laughs> girls are gross. Oh, girls. Oh, phew. Glad she's gone. <laughs> oh, man. Peter, it's just you and me, it's buddy. down to you and I. It's, uh, oh, is that you and I? Uh, yeah. Down to down no, to, down to me. Down, down to me and you. And me. You, or you and me. You and I. No matter how they toss it ass, <laughs> it had to be. Now, I don't know if you guys have noticed around the Xbox channel lately, we've uh, done a couple things with Stallion83, the Guinness World Record holder of achievement points. Um, our own news and feature editor, Colin Campbell, has been in touch with the man. And oh, he first... Yes. Uh, we first got some a little guide together on how to best accommodate your life to make a run for a million achievement points <laughs> which got some uh angry and flaring up comments and the first thing everyone ever goes to is insulting uh the lack of a sex life of someone who does does this right uh i mean i it sounds like he has a happy home life he just met whatever his day job is and it gives him plenty of time to do this and if you look at what we put up today he picked his top 10 achievements for august the best things to work on. And his number one is so elaborate because it's the Japanese version of Gears of War 2 that has a special achievement for beating all 50 waves of Horde mode on all 29 maps, which is apparently like a 90-hour campaign to take on with four other friends. Um, And you have to own a Japanese Xbox, you know, a Japanese copy of this game, which just goes to show the lengths you're going to have to go through to tackle an achievement quest like this what how many achievement points do you have i have i believe now i know that you might think i'm exaggerating a little bit but this is the gosh darn honest truth okay i have about six thousand points <laughs> no yes seriously but have you ever played something specifically for achievement points no i only yeah. play things that i want to play yeah me too yeah but I am I also think... keep in mind I was I was actually pretty late to the Xbox game um, when uh, when the next generation I, I had an original Xbox proud owner yeah but when the 360 came out I had avoided it for a long time because I, I generally just was playing the PS3 yeah uh, I also didn't have enough money to buy uh, both consoles yeah and I think a lot of gamers can you know relate so but now I own all of them awesome I uh, am a handful of points away from thirty thousand. <sighs> But I've never just, just also, a smidgen above me. I have never boosted for achievement points either, and it's not a huge like people have ton a ton more points than I do. 
But it's been my go-to console for the last few years. Um, it was the best story ever is that, in fact, I think wait, it was... Wait, wait. This is the best story well, okay, ever. Okay. It's ever. not. This you guys is, have to wait to see the Bachelor Party video. This is the Iliad of podcasting. <laughs> this is the Homer-written <laughs> ancient text unearthed from a Mediterranean cave. I'm so ready. No, it's not actually that great. But okay. it's just funny story. Funny about story. That? Funny story. Funny story. In the, I think, I believe it was the Christmas of 2006. Okay. Uh, my girlfriend at the time, now fiance. Oh, um, Soon Went to be wife. Soon to be wife, two and a half weeks. Oh, my God. It's okay. Shh. Shh. Um, she was on the hunt to get me a Wii. Because Wii was like the fresh hot. That was the shit. Cool. That was the shit. Because yes. nobody knew what would happen on the line. No one no knew how shitty Turns it out, would turn out. She no. could not find a Wii anywhere and had to settle on an Xbox 360, which changed my life forever. <laughs> I'm so happy that did not work out. Because... Um, we were apart for that Christmas break, right? And so I was hanging out in Port Angeles, the same Port Angeles of Port Angeles Extreme fame, right. which I mentioned earlier. Yes. Um, and I was playing Gears of War. I think that had just come out in the November before that Christmas um, with some friends. And I was just blown away by this thing. And I was like, I had no idea I was getting a system in general. But she knew I was excited about Wii at the time. But then I played Gears of War. I was like, oh, go, oh my God. Oh, my God. And then my God. I... Uh, Meet up with her for Christmas, slightly after Christmas. I and said made out with her. And I made was like, up. yeah, you did. Yes. Uh, and sure enough, Xbox 360. And you know that N64 YouTube video of the kid getting really excited? Yes. It probably wasn't that good. <laughs> was, but I was excited. That, you were pretty pumped. I was pretty pumped. That was cool. Very cool, man. Um, so what else? Uh, let me see. I was trying to think of what else we can chat about besides our... We do have a nice list of questions here. And uh, but what have you been playing? Have you been playing anything on 360? I've recently? been doing a little warm up on Modern Warfare 2 because I, uh, for everyone out there, am heading down to Los Angeles for Call of Duty XP to play Modern Warfare 3. Oh my god! And I didn't play it at E3. You did, so you know you played some Spec Ops. Yes, you know what I it's played, all about. I played some Spec Ops. What do you think about it? Tell me about it. Oh my god! So, so here's the thing: is I'm also I actually played through the original Modern Warfare and really enjoyed it. Uh, then kind of missed out on Modern Warfare 2 because it, it had some sort of mixed reception by It's a like lot of Michael Bay on. doing line after line after line of cocaine. Just like lost out of his gourd. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that now I want to play it. <laughs> um, so, and not, not because I didn't want to. I just sort of, I started playing it and then I had to move on to something else and I never went back. And then I completely missed Black Ops for some reason. Again, I don't know why. It's Black Ops. It's undercover. It's maybe it's because. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's because you're not supposed I, to know about it maybe it's because i'm not a huge fan of i mean when i want to play a shooter i usually either gear towards something that's kind of very fantastical or something preferably that's either modern or futuristic mm -hmm. especially the modern futuristic like combo where it's just barely futuristic you know <laughs> what i mean so you like uh vanquish i love vanquish vanquish is such a good game anyway um so what was I talking about? Oh, you so missed Modern Black Warfare. Ops because it was so undercover. Yes. So I you're was, seven out of eight households in America <laughs> that do not own that game. I was really surprised because uh, when I finally got a chance to play Modern Warfare three, I was like, man, I don't know, am I going to be able to get into this? And and come E three earlier this year, I go in and play it, and they were showing off Spec Ops mode, which is essentially Horde mode. It is the uh, the survival yep. co op experience. And I just sat down with one of the representatives that was there. He was a really nice dude. We threw on some headsets and just started playing next to each other. Oh, my dear Lord. <laughs> it was so much fun. That's a high I mean, praise. Yeah, that was, uh, that was, it was, I was so surprised at how much fun I was having. And then, and to be fair, I'm sort of a, a whore for tower defense and that mechanic, which you've, you've, you've written about I how have. that, that sort of mechanic has been infecting and bleeding into a lot of, uh, games nowadays, including shooters. Yeah. And that's sort of what it is. It's, it's a survival mode, but there are tower defense options. I don't know. If, do you want me to keep elaborating? Or I don't. Yeah, absolutely. Were you about to interject? That no, I mean want... I've I've learned about it. I've just never played it. Okay. So I was curious more about your experience. Yeah, it's uh, I had a I had a blast not only because as always Modern Warfare it's 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 silky smooth and I love I really appreciate that about yeah. those games, but uh, you're the fact that you get um, a sense of micromanagement while you're playing. So you have this flow of cash that you're getting from taking down enemies and you're buying, you know, turrets and you're throwing them down. And, and I, I think I've always been infatuated, infatuated with the, uh, 
this the the hunker down somewhere with like with your gun and you're like just waiting <laughs> you're waiting survive. for the people waiting for the people to come at you and just um and it's really and it kind of has that that adrenaline rush when that you know when my the dude that was with me like for some reason ran forward he's like <laughs> i gotta far. take this guy down <laughs> and he like goes down and the timer is like ticking down and i'm like sprinting at him trying to like wade through gunfire and uh, I died. Yeah. But we actually made it way further than he said, like, anyone else had because, well, apparently we were kicking ass. Yeah, kicking some ass. So, um, side note, I think we both learned I'm not good at body count after I died in the first wave. <laughs> I just was, cannot get used amazing. to the lean mechanic. That was amazing. You know those, uh, like, inflatable clown punching bags that yes. you punch and they fall and come back up? Oh, that's, that's exactly That's what that lean is. mechanic feels like that's to me. So I'm just like this bobbing clown just I, getting my ass shot up. I, like, it's ridiculous. I didn't even realize the... Um, so that yeah, I just reviewed Body Count yeah. yesterday, and uh, that's that's also something you should check out on IGN.com. I thought it was okay. the The funny thing is about our scoring system. As soon as we throw a score on there that's under a seven, for example, a six point zero, which is what I gave Body Count, that says okay on the score. And I okay ha- I have is to, perfectly fine. Yeah, I have to use that scoring system. That's what we're reviewing on. Yeah. and I think the game is okay. I could totally see you renting it for a weekend, ha- sitting down, having you know. Especially if you grab a beer, you have a good time. Yeah. You play through this campaign. It's kind of, it's got it's got a lot of action, um, and yeah, it was fun. It's just not the you know. There's so many better games out there. That's what those other numbers are for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't like, don't look at the number and go immediately to the comments. Like, read what he's what he has to say about it. You know, he might hit a point where you're like, he was had a problem with something. You're like, I don't care about that. And there you go. You might like it more than you did already. Yeah, there you go. That's how it all rolls. It's all opinion. Yeah, I'm. When I don't need a story in games, but if you're gonna tell a story, then you uh, you have immediately kind of placed yourself in a position where you need to tell a good story. Yeah. Because if you're gonna do it, you got to do it right. And that did not it did not do it right. It was <laughs> really that that I have I have never seen a more open ended, like loose, like non developed story. In oh my gosh, not not fun. <laughs> Uh, where what else were we getting at with the modern warfare? Oh, we're now? we're kind of oh, segueing into. And... I am leaving for the Call of Duty XP, and we'll be delivering content on everything going there on Friday and Saturday. So we're going to be playing the new uh, multiplayer. Should be there, um, and we'll be able to tell you all about that because all they've really talked about so far is Spec Ops and shown a trailer roughly of New York under fire. Yeah, and yeah, curious to see what they have to say. Awesome. And for even for everyone who's listening right now saying, I love Battlefield, so do we. Uh, they're just two very different games, played very different ways. Call of Duty, for me, is so easy to just pick up and play. Yeah. Like, it's a one, two bullets, somebody goes down, you know? Like, it's just fun and silky smooth, like you said. Yeah, absolutely. Whereas yeah. Battlefield 3 takes a lot more organization. you got to work with your team. you got to do that. Whereas Call of Duty, go be a lone wolf. Enjoy yourself. Howl at the moon. Did you? Can you? Is there like any sort of survival or horror mode in the call? Or in sorry, in the Battlefield games or in Battlefield Three specifically? Not that we they've know? announced. Not that we've announced. No, or they've announced. I don't think so. They've announced at Gamescom the co-op mode for the story. <laughs> okay. But I don't think since it's such like generally it's all about the team and multiplayer. I don't think they're going to limit that down to one a couple handful of players to do a survival. But I could be very very wrong. Okay, cool. Yeah. Did you by chance see the uh, the Call of Duty video online that was making the rounds? I posted about it where it's the dude playing and and his friend is filming him. Then the turns to the camera and he's like, Jim, you're on a roll. <laughs> no, no I've not that. seen that. And the dude says, "Am I?" And then stands up and he was sitting on a roll and then he eats it. <laughs> I, you, I I've ruined the video now for a lot of people, but you should have if you, you sh- if you wanted to debut it, you should have followed me on Twitter at Pwam. Oh man, I missed out. P-W-A-M. I do follow you, but like I said, you, it was probably when I was off the grid. I can I'll send you the link again. It will still be funny, even I, if you know be. what's going to happen. It, the way it happens <laughs> wait is perfect. For it. Yes. Wait for it. Yes. Um, oh so man. Let's see what else we got. Actually, you know what? We've I actually kind of want to finish up soon. And what? We have, well, we we've I was been, gonna talk real quick uh go for it i put up a few things about it i was gonna talk real quick uh talk about before i came over to this website ign.com yes um i did a lot of work with indie games and things along those lines which are it's a it's a kind of diamond in the rough sort of game out there for indie developers and especially the xbox live indie game channel like it's so hit or miss needle in the haystack but um the indie game summer uprising is almost at its end and these are all games that were submitted and voted on by the community for various factors. So they've already been, like, sifted through 
and kind of the cream of the crop rose and was nominated for like the last 10 days. A game has come out every single day, uh, ranging from like one to three dollars. And there's some awesome stuff in there. Mm. It's everything from like fighting games to adventure games to puzzle games to a train simulator that actually has amazing graphics if you check it out. What's um, the train simulator called? I think it's called Train Simulator. <laughs> <laughs> you know trains? You will simulate them in, t- in our new game. Yes. Um, but I highly recommend checking it out. Okay. You can uh, li- literally on IGN, I think if you t- type in Summer Uprising, the news post will come up about it. Mm. Um, and if it- you're just curious about like some easily digestible smaller games, um, go take a look. I was playing one this morning called Speedrunner HD. That's like a cool like run, avoid the obstacle, use your grappling hook kind of thing in an old school 2D platformer. And it's actually pretty solid. Where if can you remind uh, us again if you want to buy these like right now and go check them out? Where can you go? Um, if you I linked I know in that article I linked off to the website which is like indie-uprising.com. I'm okay. pretty sure. Okay. Um, it has links to where you can get them all on Xbox Live. Cool. But I just I totally support things like that. And I was looking at the PAX lineup and we had our top 20 games to play at PAX. Um, and there's some awesome stuff coming to Xbox Live Arcade. Not just indie games. If you guys just blow that off entirely, but like. <laughs> Retro City Rampage is coming. Spelunky's coming. These are fantastic games. Yes. I love the word Spelunky. Have you played Spelunky? Spelunky is this free game on PC where you're like an Indiana Jones-style guy who goes into a randomly generated cave to collect treasure. And every level is different every single time. And you have this limited amount of bombs to blow your way through the world and kill snakes and uh, buy upgrades as you go. And it's the the quest is just get deeper and deeper and deeper. Um, But every level is different every time. And every five or ten levels, the whole art style changes, um, and it's super addicting, because it seems so simple, but it's so madding, maddeningly hard. Uh, I couldn't get enough of it when I first discovered it. And now they did a total like upgrade of graphics, added multiplayer, and are doing a big old deal for, deal for Xbox Live, um, I think coming out later this year. And also Fez. Uh, sorry, Ooh. I get carried away on indie no. games. Dude, I, there's some awesome stuff out there. Go for it. Fez I, is. I've um, heard about Fez. I I don't know if anyone caught. I think uh, it was Comic Con where a game called Sideway first popped up with like the graffiti art style and the platforming and the two three dimensions. Um, Fez has been in development forever, but it's kind of a similar thing, but a much different art style, where uh, you can rotate the whole world to make different platforms emerge based on what side of buildings you're looking at and that kind of thing. Um, and it's just absolutely beautiful, and I highly recommend you seek that one out. And that's that's something being developed by, like, one guy, right? Yeah. Ugh, amazing. Yep. If only I could be that talented. <laughs> uh, well, let's move on to a few questions, and then uh, it's already 5.30 at night, and I kind of need to get going in a little bit because I, I got too. people that need rides. <laughs> um, let's see. Peter, which qu- which question should I ask? Uh, I don't know. Wait, I don't have the oh, yeah, questions here. Actually, yeah, you don't have any. Third one down. Third one down. Okay, one, two, three. What potential exclu- oh, this is from Raphael. What potential exclusives do you think will be revealed or released in 2012 for Xbox 360? We already know about Halo 4 for the fall, but what else? Is Rare as big of a team as before to make a game? Rare? Um, Rare is working on Connect Sports Season 2 right now. Oh, that's right. So they might have only a few people on that because it's um, in conjunction with Big Park, I want to say. Um but I don't know. Like, Gears of War 3 is coming out this year. Forza 4 is coming out this year. Um, it's a tough call to say what's going to be out next year. We're going to have Rise from Crytek, the Connect-only game. Um, it's like gladiators and headbutting and swords and stabbing. Um, I feel like there's some an obvious answer what's coming out next year. But I don't know. Like, after Mass Effect left uh, exclusivity... That's not coming out till next year. Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider's even further down the line, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Um, I don't know. Man, I keep forgetting about Crackdown Tomb Raider. Three. Maybe. <laughs> I'm just making wishes here. <laughs> I well, have no clue. No, that's all good. It's all good. Hey, speaking of body count, by yes. the way, let's go back to that. Right. Phil in Tennessee writes, Ryan, I thought your body count review was spot on. This is now two shooters in a row developed by THQ, the other being Homefront, that have been disappointing. What do you think the main problem has been for them? Now, this is, uh, Phil, thank you for the question. I think you're misunderstanding a little bit. Because let's keep in mind that Colin actually really liked Homefront. Yeah. And on while well, he gave it a score of, I, be- I want to say, 7 or 7.5, uh, that still means that it was good and he really enjoyed it. And, yes, it has its problems. But he talks about Homefront a lot, especially on, uh, he did on Podcast Beyond quite a bit. And Beyond. 
as I just said, I, I mean, yes, I, I guess I would have called body count a little disappointing because there was a lot more potential there. Mm-hmm. But it's still not a bad game. Yeah, exactly. It's so easy for people to misrepresent what our numbers mean. But the number or the wording by the numbers is a good description of where you're at. Yeah. Because how many games or movies do you say like, oh, it's okay? Yeah. Like it's not offensive to you. It's not you're not doesn't madden you. You did not break any piece of equipment or disc because of it. Right. Exactly. Um, it's an okay game. You know, like but, you, there's a time for it. And to to kind of go further into Phil's question, I would say that. I mean, really, it's. I don't think it's a problem with the company. It's not like yeah. uh, suddenly THQ, you know, because they, well, by the way, they're a publisher and they have development studios under their umbrella. Yeah. Um, I think it's just a game-by-game basis. You know, there are these two projects. They're by completely different teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's really happenstance. If a lot of companies will produce, game, you know, multiple games in a row that don't quite get the, the greatest review scores. Yeah, and you but, can't uh, pigeon those whole under like this one person's fault like doug in accounting Damn. he really fucked these ones up <laughs> come on doug or, or bob in marketing bob for marketing so thank you phil for that question uh let's go to one from christopher who writes unlocked are you glad mass effect 3 will include commander or as some prefer captain shepherd's <laughs> tale is it better for a great series to conclude on top before it becomes stale I'm going to go ahead and move right into a 24 comparison. Okay. Like, I love the first two seasons of 24. But then at a certain point, it's like, how many bad days can this son of a bitch have? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, okay, sure, Commander Shepard, she's very important. I say she because I play, uh, I play a, a femme shep. That, that didn't bother me at all because I yeah. also play as a female shepherd. It's very funny because like, the way people make their shepherd is very personal to them. Like, yes. my story is all like that whole thing. But uh, what I mean to say is, like, she, sure, she's important, but uh, how many times can she save the galaxy really without being like, again... Yeah. Again. I think that I've always thought the trilogies are, I mean, yeah. they make sense. Absolutely. They, it's a very good dramatic arc. They're structurally designed to be there to be a beginning, Almost, a middle, and an yeah, end. Yeah, every movie out there is basically a three-act structure anyways. Yes. And uh, games are just a bigger, wider version of that to yes. some extent. So, yeah, I mean, she's she, he, she is a great character, um, but the Mass Effect universe is fascinating. You know what I mean? There's a million and one tales there, and there's going to be just as cool a character they pull out if, for whatever next game they're going to do. I kind of am hoping for something on a little bit of a smaller scale for the next Mass Effect games. See, because we always... Uh, it's great to do Mass a, Effect cart? I need, <laughs> Mass Effect cart. Maybe not quite that. <laughs> not that small. Pull back a little bit. Pull back. <laughs> pull back. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, it's, it's funny because I'm always the one that argues that you don't have to save the world to have something dramatic and emotional. Yeah. It can be as small as trying to save, like, a town or a, a single person. Yeah. You know, think, you got to think about that. Now, yes, it is totally badass that Shepard is the entire galaxy basically rests on this one person's shoulders but uh you know i'm excited i'm excited to check that shit out me too uh mass factory is going to be amazing by the way that's my prediction absolutely the stuff at e3 i saw was i dare say breathtaking oh my goodness hey oh my uh god peter yeah have you played deus ex yet i played like the first 20 minutes so i can't say anything okay i was well, trying to figure out how to uh kill people without shooting them and i couldn't do it so i just shot a bunch of people and then i'd like, go <laughs> go catch my fairy so <laughs> Well, let's <clears throat> let's get a question from Wildcat. All right. Which I like that name. Do you find Deus Ex to be more fun as an aggressive FPS or a slow trial and error stealth game? I personally felt the stealth and subterfuge. I, am I pronouncing that right? Yeah, Sub, I think so. Subter, subter. Man, that's a weird... When I look at that, that is a weird word, yeah. isn't it? That is a funky word. Anyway... I personally found such and such more fulfilling. Thanks, Locksmiths. This is from Wild. I think in general, I mean, the, the Deus Ex isn't the first game to give, like, the stealth versus crazy or, like, stealth Gun versus option. action option. Yeah. Um, I, too, I agree. Like, stealth is so much more rewarding because sometimes you have to get so creative to work out of a situation rather than just going in the cliche guns blazing. Yeah. Um, my My thoughts are that... So when I started playing, for some reason, I don't know why, but I started to force this extreme morality onto Adam Jensen when I started <laughs> playing. So I didn't want to kill anybody. I didn't I didn't even, if there was a credit chip lying on, you know, somebody's desk. You and put they, it in the lost and, they were and found. There. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, but I didn't take <laughs> it. Penny, I, didn't, I didn't know if I would get in trouble if the person was there. If I found it in the garbage, that's one thing. But, you know, if it's someone in someone's office, I'm like, I'd basically be stealing from them. Yeah. Now, and, and the funny thing is, is this is the first time I've ever felt this strongly about it. And there isn't even a 
morality meter. It's not like it matters. It's completely up to you. Yeah, morality meters are tough. Because if it's too in your face, it's like way too obvious. You, you don't care. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going like, to test the like limits infamous. of being bad. Like infamous. That's exactly you what I was thinking You can stop of. this guy from setting off a bomb. Or you can kill the street musician <laughs> and his mother. It like just gets worse and worse. Oh, and it, the, the way they phrase the question is like you're not supposed to know which one is the good answer. And one is glowing blue and one yeah. is glowing red. Yeah, I would just love like some psychopath is playing that and he actually doesn't know the difference. I wouldn't actually love that. but Well, that would be funny. It, be it's funny. funny in my little made up head situation right here. <laughs> But uh, so to, to get back to Wildcat's question, I would say that I so because I had this extreme morality, I was trying to play at stealth. And I'm I don't know what it is. I'm not very good at stealth games. I don't think <laughs> I and I the funny thing is, is I'm actually a very patient person when it comes to video games most of the time. Yeah. So when I'm playing a game, I will totally crouch down behind a table and just wait for five minutes to see like what, <laughs> where, you know, where these guys are going. But I would, every time I would be like, now's my chance. And I get up and then they're like, who is that? And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and then I just have to start over again. Yeah. And I'm like, what did I do wrong? I was waiting. I was so good. It's a funny thing. Like any kind of game that requires patience, like I'm very good at it the first few tries. But if I die, like I try fuck and get it. more, and, not even fuck it, but I get more and more efficient for the parts I know exactly what I have to do. Um, I'm thinking specifically a super meat boy where like I do very carefully, you get to the end of the level and you die and then you get to the end of the level and you die and you get faster and faster and faster at yep. the first section. Yep. Same thing with like stealth. You're like, okay, I can sprint up into this point when his line of sight is going to finally hit me yep. and I just need to stop, hide behind this box, wait it out for 30 seconds, go left behind him, angle behind. Like I'm calling out these plays in my head where <laughs> the part before I can't get past yes. goes faster and faster and yes. faster until you it, still get it looks like I am not stealthy, but I actually, it's kind of like learning the nuances so that you can be as stealthy as fast as possible i also would like to say that the stealth takedowns in deus ex are some of the funniest shit <laughs> i've ever seen especially the tap on the shoulder and as he's turning around he just slips. Yeah, that's hilarious out. i saw the oh, montages of these oh i love it i love it um peter i'm gonna i'm gonna wrap i'm gonna start wrapping that the show is up. fine it's it's late and it's late we, we wanted gotta... we wanted to get in here and do a record so we weren't gonna miss a week Yes, um, exactly. But yeah, we all we all have to go home sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Um, remember, if you want to join the Unlock conversation, you can email us. Send them to unlocked at ign dot com for any questions, comments, especially if you want to enter various giveaways. Like, Ooh. for example, Peter, uh, we were finally can give away this T shirt that uh, the uh, Halo folks. Yeah, that's uh, a good prize pack. Yeah, it's the T-shirt and a legendary copy of Halo Reach. We are giving it to Tim, who sent in a picture of... Uh, sorry, any other Tim that didn't <laughs> send in this picture. It's not you. It's specifically the Tim that sent in one of the Master Chief in public photos. Uh, so congratulations, Congratulations, to Tim. Tim. Um, I have to get that Halo Reach uh, in order and mail that to you. I think I sent you an email about this. Or maybe it was the other person. I forgot. Anyway. The winner of the Deus Ex sleeve, do you remember this action? I do. We have the uh, the augment sleeve uh, was from Ben. Now, Ben sent us in a recording. I don't know if you guys remember, but you had to record yourself <laughs> in an Adam doing an Adam Jensen voice, preferably incorporating the I never asked for this uh, line. <laughs> so, uh, you know what? we What we did is uh, we, we sent out the feelers, and we got back several great audio clips. I'm going to play Ben's for you right now, which he conveniently recorded in his car awesome. and even with so little setup and he probably just did it um you know on the cuff by the cuff on the cuff what's off the, the term cuff. off the cuff yeah. thanks i had all the words except off <laughs> even though he did it off the cuff this was I, this guy totally sounds like adam jensen let's listen to it it's the voice actor isn't it <laughs> I, maybe I hope not. let's listen to it right now you know what screw you i never asked for this Holy smokes, that sounded just like Adam Jensen. That was very good. Uh, And maybe it was Adam Jensen. So congratulations to Tim (laughs) and to Ben. Uh, Peter, what's the meta achievement for this week? I'm going to say we're going to go a little Call of Duty theme this week because we're going down to XP. It's going to be a whole bunch of new Modern Warfare 3 information. So uh, just send us an email for this meta achievement and tell us your favorite recollection of any Call of Duty game. It can be a written description of your favorite kill, favorite match ever. It can be some point in the story that you absolutely loved. Uh, but send us an email. Yep. You know, get send yourself 
Unlocked at IGN.com. Unlocked at IGN.com. And, you know, since you're taking the time to email us and go out of your way, uh, 20 achievement points. 20 achievement points that don't matter. This is for your own personal benefit. What? That's the the point of meta achievements. Uh, So, remember, email us, unlocked at IGN.com. You can follow us on Twitter for the departed Christine Steimer. (laughs) Not from the world, just from the room. She can be followed at Steimer. I can be followed at Pwam Cider, P-W-A-M Cider. Uh, and uh, my own friend, Pita Eichemans, can be followed at Pikemans, which is P-E-Y-K-E-M-A-N-S. Absolutely. And then follow IGN at IGN. You can also follow IGN on Facebook and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. I think that's it, Peter. I think I think we just about wrapped this all up. Yeah. Thank, that, thank you very much for joining me. Thank you for joining me. Oh, well, it is my pleasure. <laughs> and uh, as always, you can tune in every Wednesday unless crazy shit goes down. Which does go down which a lot. Which does I go down. Say. But, you know, we've been pretty good. We've we've hit almost every week. I think we um, have hit every week. I but think somebody, we only missed once I think when it I was, was on out of Friday, town. I thought. I well, think we just ended up recording really late, and no, it went no, up on like a Saturday afternoon. We did, but then there was also a week there when I was out of town, I think, um, and we missed the episode. Uh, sorry about that. But dun, 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 join us on Wednesdays for Podcast Unlocked. And remember, you can join us next week Wednesday when we teach you which Halo ring serves the best croissants. Now, <laughs> does that mean the flakiest or the most buttery? Can't it be both? It's got to be a balance, doesn't it? Absolutely. Delicious. Thank you, Peter. Thank you, Ryan. We will see you guys. <laughs> we will see you guys. Use guys. Use guys. Use guys. Next week. Unlocked. Bleep. Bloop. Bleep. Bloop. That sounds good. I like that. You can just... So the achievement, they have to go through the trouble of emailing us. Yes. Which people like to do a lot. They're like, hi, my name is Fred, and I like turtles, and this is ponies and stuff. (laughs) I love it when Fred emails us. When Fred emails us about pony turtles? Yes. (laughs) Oh, a pony turtle would be awesome. It would combine all his favorite things. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.